Welcome to Wind Down, the weekly catch-up between friends Scott and Lydia. We'll be discussing the stories of the week as well as giving you a much-needed dose of good news. There'll also be a book recommendation and Scott's gift of the week, all accompanied by a big glass of wine. So grab a bottle, settle down and enjoy. Hello. Hi everyone. <laughs> how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, we are back again recording the podcast together. Oh, yes we are. Oh no, it's alright. <laughs> I don't need it. So I was looking at Scott's like, computer being like trying to connect. Oh, literally, I've been in the office all day and I forgot actually how bad the office internet is. Really? When you're connecting to like, the Wi-Fi. Oh. Oh my God, it's awful. Yeah, I was in the office as well today. It's so nice being back in the office though. Oh my God, it's so nice. See, like, because like, obviously you've got a desk at home. Yeah. But like actually being at a proper desk with like a proper computer chair. Yeah. And I'm, I'm working my personal laptop at the moment, but that's fine. Yeah, like, I mean, we don't have proper office chairs because we're in like this like cool orange. Yeah, you're like, like all like a hip. Oh my God, it's so freaking hip. So it's like, well, I managed to get a good chair today that was like properly like supported for my back. <laughs> Because like, we've reached that age. Literally, I'm like 24 now. Like, I've got my vaccine, everyone. Like, I'm officially old. She is officially old now. And vaccinated. I mean, I'm older than you, but it's yeah. fine. How old are you going to be this year? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? I don't age. You are eternal. God, I wish. <laughs> Should we open some wine? Let's do it. What have you got for me this week? So, I've been to Lidl. Okay. I'm now a little girl. Lidl is so cheap. I know, it's amazing. I like, I love it. I need to come, I need to go to it. It's so good. Right, so. You're going to Lidl, I'm going to Waitrose. <laughs> how, how, how things have changed. <laughs> so I got, this looks quite bougie, I thought, for it Lidl. It does, very bougie. It's like seven quid. Um, it's a New Zealand Sauvignon, because I was like, I don't, it was a bit of a rush yesterday, so I was like, I'll just get something I know will be good, <laughs> what I think will be good. Um, hang on, we're doing this on my bed, so I'm trying to make sure I can like purchase the wine glass. Right. Oh, Gagging for a glass of wine. Yeah, and they had like a, they had this like, they had like a one on it, but I couldn't find like the scale to see whether the, that, that meant like one. Good like, or bad. Dry, like, like, <laughs> like, the scales are usually like the dryness. Yeah. But I was like, okay, it's one, so it's either really sweet or really dry, and we're going to have to find out. And I was like looking all around. I was like, Oh, it smells sweet, I think. But it's a Sauvignon Blanc. It can't be sweet. It did say dry. It smells quite nice though. Not Ooh, bad. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Ooh. It's not like dry dry, but it's like very drinkable. Mm. It's not dry dry, it's just dry. No, actually, <laughs> that's so drinkable. Yeah, that's easy to drink. Yeah. So this one's open, consumed within three days. Again, three hours. <laughs> well, three lucky. minutes. <laughs> I think, oh, it goes well with a goat's cheese and Ooh. a carbonara. You're getting neither of those for dinner tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fine, I'll settle, it's fine. You're not going to take over then, <laughs> No, we'll be good. <laughs> the temptation is right there. Um, okay, can I just talk about, before we get started, Yeah. how bougie, or it's not bougie because it's not, but to Inbeck Station, cannot those escalators? Oh I God, thought yeah. I was in like the Great Gatsby or something. Oh my God, those yeah, lines. when I came up this morning, like this evening, and they're playing like classical music, I was like, okay, Tootin. Honestly, sure. I was like, where have I been transported to? This is not Tootin. Oh, where are we? I literally was like, what happened? I was like, am I in a dream? Am I in a dream? <laughs> What is this? I turned the corner and I was like, oh, it's a bit dark in here. And all of a sudden the lights were on and I was like, oh, I feel like I've got to a new world. It's got those nice new tiles and yeah, everything. It's or not new, like, isn't it? It's so lovely. Honestly. Yeah, when we were looking at the thing, my flatmate Izzy was like, oh my God, I love the tiles. I know that that's not like important, but like I love the tunes. I mean, it makes a difference. It really does. 
<laughs> but yeah, I just had to get that in because I was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> well, you get back used to it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Right. Let's crack on. So, first up, we obviously couldn't watch Real Housewives Beverly no, of New York this week because we were recording it early and it hasn't been out yet in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess we can imagine Ramona will be causing some shit. Son, you'll be drunk. Oh, probably. I think we write it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what we have watched is the first episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes, we have. Which we did watch slightly drunk after dinner last week. Last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I think we're going to try and remember what happened. I kind of remember I kind of not don't. much happened I feel like those first episodes nothing big ever happens yeah you can always skip those ones but also it was so nice to see like the girls back oh my again. god and Erica sporting her oh usual fabulous outfit. that pink dress the better on her that didn't Kendall Jenner oh my god honestly like that woman can pull anything off she is a goddess I don't get I love how. her like I love she's her. just flawless and she has like the prepping wardrobe and then her actual wardrobe <laughs> Honestly, the fact she has a prepping wardrobe, I'm like, my life. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> We're getting like enchanted by the tube, and she's literally got a prepping wardrobe. <laughs> literally, like, what has her life come to? Scott literally helped me drag up my like one pound, my hundred and fifty pound like wardrobe from Wayfair when he got it. <laughs> you know, literally like it's tattered box. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it looks great out of the box. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. It's back. Um, yeah. I'm not excited about what's to come. I know, the, the breakdown fall of Erica. Of, yes, the downfall of the great Erica. And also, like, so the new girl, I can't remember her name, new woman, sorry. Oh, I literally did, like, a whole profile on her last Starts week. No. I literally did a whole, what the fuck? What's okay, well, the, the, we're really sorry, the new girl, in it. Oh, my God, that's so bad. <laughs> um, I'm going to Google it quick. Um, Talk amongst yourselves. Just bear with, guys, bear with. <laughs> Crystal. Crystal. Um, I've seen like a clip of like this week's episode, mm-hmm. and like it's when Sutton and her like fall out. And oh I'm my like, God, already. And everyone was like, there was a tweet someone put, and it was like a gif or like a clip of that scene. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, oh, Sutton, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Oh. So I feel like Sutton's going to become the bad guy in this season. <gasps> Oh no. Which I kind of knew, I feel like that was yeah. going to come. Like, I think they have like race argument, don't they? Oh yeah, because it's like, because yes. Sutton say I don't <clears> see colour, and then Crystal's like, sorry, what? Yeah, I think that's literally what happened. And yeah. I think like, episode two, they're just getting straight to it. it. Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot to cover this season. They do, that's very true. They've got Erica, they've got Lisa Rinna's daughter, Dick's got Disick, <laughs> like, they need to get the other arguments out early. Oh my god, yeah. I, I'm happy with the first episode. Oh my god, Kathy Hilton's so fucking Oh my god, random. I am so bloody glad she's in it though. So random though. Honestly, like that dentist like, thing she said. Yeah, that I don't really get. I don't get like, what they brought. <laughs> I was just like... It was a random conversation ever. Uh, like literally, what the fuck? <laughs> the like, producers are like, we need something to fill this time. <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> Here you go, hon. Here's your platform. We're going to put you in. <laughs> as I said, the mother of Paris Hilton is here. She's talking about dentistry. What the fuck? Honestly, like, who was Cathy? Um, I mean, we know who she is. Yeah. But, no, I'm excited for it. I'm mm. glad that, like, I think because I wa- started catching up on, like, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, like, New York came back. Now Beverly Hills are coming back. And then, like, Potomac's coming back soon. Yes. I'm I like, oh, over. like, Real Housewives is just coming back into my life and I cannot bloody wait. I love it. I just, it's just like crack to me. Also, two more seasons have been put on Netflix of Real Housewives in New York, which I've got now on my TV, on our TV upstairs, we've got Netflix, so I can have like Bethany and Jill's <laughs> arguments from like season three <laughs> on in the background of my life and it's so good. 
Like, you forget, like, how iconic the good ones were. Like, yeah. the really old ones were. That's the thing, like, even, like, I, so, New Jersey is what got me into Housewives mm. when I was, like, gosh, not just how old I was. And I didn't really realise what it was. Yeah. And, um, like, I stopped watching it because I hated, like, they all, like, were ganging up on this one woman. And I was like, no, Aww. I love this woman. I'm stopping watching it. Yeah. Boycotted it. Never going to watch it again. And, yeah, like, me and Gabe were, like, watching it again. And we're, like, we are officially hooked. Like, this is one of my favourite Housewife franchises. Like... <gasps> It is, so, it is so good. It's really hard to explain how good Housewives is to people that don't get it or I know. don't watch it. I was thinking about this because I was like, for some of our listeners, if you don't watch Real Housewives, <laughs> yeah, we're really yeah, sorry, sorry, but at the same time, we're not. watch it because it's amazing. <laughs> like, it's just so comforting. It's so, like, funny. It's so ridiculous that if you take it seriously, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you can't believe it. But yeah. you, so for that, it's just funny. It is. It's so funny. Like, and it's just, like we said it before, it's just such a nice thing to just have on. Literally. And just to sit and chill, like whilst even if you're flicking through like Instagram, literally, like, and then you're just like, oh god, there's a fight. Wait, <laughs> Wait someone's heels off. Phone down, wine in hand. What's happening? <laughs> literally, I was rewatching that bit where Ramona did the fashion show with the eyes. Oh, the eyes! And I was watching it. Izzy was watching it with me, and like I was like cackling away. And Izzy was just like, 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 what's going on? Like, we're housewives, like history right here. This is like a moment in time. This is an iconic in. scene. This is like, should have won an Oscar. Like, you need to pay attention. God, imagine if Ramona won an Oscar. Don't, she probably, uh, yeah. Oh my God, God. her speech. <laughs> oh, uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, on that note. <laughs> um, Drag Race Australia. Mm. I, uh, I am annoyed. It is going more downhill for me. Like, it went well last week. I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. I can get I can get used to this. It's fine. And then this week, they brought Art Simone back. I just think that is clearly to cover their asses with what happened when she left. Because she had a big fallout with the producers. Yeah. And they've clearly, before, obviously, we, it was aired and, like, yeah. they filmed it. They clearly, on in that moment, knew that that was going to come out. When and were like, let's bring out. her back. So she had, like, an argument, like... I can't remember the full story, but she fell out with the producers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was basically, I'm, I'm guessing it's because she went, like, early. You know, she's mm. meant to be this whole icon, whatever. Yeah. Quote marks. Um, <laughs> and basically, yeah, everyone was kind of like, she sort of was not exposing the show. Yeah. But she was kind of, like, going against the show to be right. like, the aftermath, like, is not is half the story kind of thing. What uh, you saw is half of it. Yeah. And then, so then when, I, when she popped up last week again, mm. I was like, are you actually having me on? Well, because I heard that the rumour was that she was meant to be hosting the show. She was meant to be RuPaul. No. And then at the last minute, RuPaul was like, actually, no, fuck it, I'll do it. <gasps> and then, obviously, that's why they brought her back, because they were like, well, shit, we kicked you out on the second week, and she's meant to be hosting the show, probably should do some, like, damage Whoa. control. If she goes on to freaking win this, I swear to God. Like, but then it's just, like, such a freaking fix, isn't it? I think this whole season, like, it's so predictable. Mm. Like, I feel like I know who the final two will be. Really? Who do you think the final two will be? Karen from Finance and Aunt Simone. Oh. And I, I dislike both of them. Yeah, and also people were saying they brought back another white person. It's like the two people of colour that were in the show were kicked out, like, early doors and weren't brought back. And they literally didn't even give a reason why Aunt Simone was brought back. Because it's, like, in season two of the UK one, obviously our lovely Veronica Green couldn't come back. Veronica Green? Yeah. Yeah, she couldn't come back. I was like, what's her surname? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, she couldn't come back, so they brought them back and they explained why. Yeah. And they got a choice. This was just like, I'm back, bitches. And it's like, 
Okay. Yeah, like what oh, you did. Like, because in America, happened with like Shangela. Like, she came back a couple of times. Oh, did she? But it's because she was like a fan favorite, but it, and it wasn't in the same episode, uh, season. It was like a second. Oh, So, like, okay. she was in, I think, can't remember, like, second or third. And she came back in the fourth. Right. And, like, it was like a running joke. Yeah, that, and that makes sense. But to do it for the first season and not give an explanation. To come back, like, what, two episodes later? Yeah, to give, like, zero reason for it was just bizarre. And honestly, like, I just. I, I can't remember the name of the queen that went home. This week? Yeah. Yeah, neither. I can't remember any of their names. But, like, I was, like, low-key rooting for her. Yeah. I wanted Karen from finance to really, like, go. She needs to jog on. Mm. There's something about her that I, I don't know if it's because she thinks she's too good. Maybe. But I'm like, your drag was awful. Like, Oh, wait, no. was it Anita Wiglet? Yes. Left? I loved her. I love Anita her. so much. Yeah, I really She was the her. only one that I was, an electroshock, maybe. Yeah, and I was like, she's got like, a good personality. Like, yeah. She's fun, she's interesting. Like, yeah, I thought she was, like, down to earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked her, actually. And, like, when Karen from Finance was like, oh, um, I just can't wait for the comedy acting challenge. And I'm like, is that because that's all you can do? Yeah. Like... And also, I love that... And I bet you ain't even going to win that challenge. Yeah, and it's always the ones that are like, I'm going to boss this challenge that will literally come last. Bomb it and go home. Like, literally. <laughs> Bye, maybe, Karen. Yeah, maybe we should wait for that challenge. Maybe we should. Yeah, maybe we Next should. Week, Karen. We'll see you there. See ya, hon. <laughs> oh, my God, no. But um, the whole entire show in general, for me, is just declining. I, yeah, I don't... I'm not racing I'd this. I'd be surprised if they get a second season. I, and, and not in a horrible way, because I think, again, like... Drag queens deserve to have their platform. Yeah, of course they do. And all of this. But I'm like, if it's going to come back for a second season, it needs to up its game in some way. And mm. do you know what? Like, it might just be that it doesn't... Um, for Australians mm. and New Zealanders... Yeah. That we call them. Yes. Um, they might get it and they might absolutely love okay. it. Yeah. And it might just not translate to us. But it's not like... A, and other people. Yeah. I think... But I also think there are just things that are like unforgivable like bring back art Simone I just think it's ridiculous I mean that was such a uh, I don't know I think it was just silly to do that yeah but then it's also like what, what I just said like they just need to also think like RuPaul always says it like it's a worldwide stage that yeah. runway so it's like well you then got to make that translate to a worldwide audience yeah. and it's like with like look at season two of Drag Race UK. Yeah. People in America, like all different countries were going crazy for it. Yeah, like everyone was, was say, really I didn't, going I didn't for it. Know whether it was just us all like being mm. like obsessed with it or whether they did actually translate it Yeah. it was such an English comedy season yeah. I feel that, that was kind of like the beans. Like yeah. and her beans. I was like, that's such a specific English reference. Yeah. They maybe yeah. It's just but then I'm like so I think that's what Australia's completely missing out on, is just that translation to a wide mm. audience it's just a bit boring it's just not like i'm just not like oh, and also, oh it's such petty drama yeah, and there's literally like no drama what's that oh my god there's another queen i just cannot wait to go either the one who called herself like the fashion queen oh god i don't even I know can't is it etc etc oh yeah uh, she needs to go as well i can't stand her yeah i don't know any of them to be honest apart from like anita and then keita her partner from crime mm. they were quite fun yeah they're good but apart from that... I just don't... I don't know. I'm just not vibing with it. Yeah. It's not on my radar. Right. Let's just skip it then. Yeah. On to the next. On to the next. <laughs> Another TV show. We're very TV heavy today. We are very TV heavy today. <laughs> um, the Friends Reunion is yes. finally happening. <gasps> How do we feel? I'm excited, but I just don't want... Because obviously everyone's been waiting for this for yeah, so like, long. so hyped up. Like... 
I just don't want it to fall flat. At mm. Like, also James Corden is hosting it. Ugh, why? Um, <laughs> I just don't want it to yeah fall flat and just be a bit of a disappointment. Mm, I just I don't get what they're gonna do. I've seen some clips and I think they do like some they reread some scenes. Mm. It's like Phoebe does the iconic whole like um, when she finds out about Monica and. Ross. Chandler. Oh yeah, like, I only no, said no, Ross as well, and I was like, "Oh, incest!" <laughs> so like, she recreates that a bit, um, and she literally sounds exactly the same. But like oh, Lisa Kudrow God. is yeah, so Lisa's amazing. So, cool. um, so I think they do that, and then also they sit down. I think just talk about the time on the show. Um, but yeah, I just don't want it to. Be I just a feel flaw. like those sort of reunion things or like revamps just never go well. Yeah, because I think everyone obviously when they said reunion, everyone was like, "Oh my god, they're going to redo the show." No, but it's like no, they're just going to get together and talk about the show. Yeah, but I also think that's probably smarter because I think to do the show yeah. again, I just don't think it would work. No, it's so of its time, and also just I think there's lots of things that it's like you just have to leave them be. And do you know what? Like I can't remember what I was listening to. I think it was a podcast. I think it might have been Homo Sapiens podcast. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what episode it was, and they were talking about um, like some like the jokes and that. Like we've said it before, oh, yeah. we spoke about some of the jokes and that is so near the mark and actually very like homophobic, transphobic, oh, my God, like fatphobic. Yeah, literally, basically racist. Like literally every every is. Yeah, are. everything is they cover it. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> it's almost like it's bad that it was if they were to do that now, they would mm. lose. I mean, it's not funny. No. But they would lose half that humour, if not yeah. all that humour no. that they thought was good. Funny. Yeah, because... So because much, they wouldn't be able to say that anymore. Yeah, so much of it was based off, like, yeah, like Chandler's dad and stuff. Like, yeah. Just, like, that whole storyline couldn't happen now. Mm-hmm. Like, that takes out so many of the... Yeah, so many of the jokes, so much... Yeah, it's just, I think... And I'm also not very looking forward to, like, the celebrity cameos. Yeah, that I don't get what that's about. Because I'm like, that's just filler time. Because I'm just like, nothing is going to come out, because they're all... Especially Jennifer Aniston... You know, she's not going to let anything get out that she doesn't want out. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I don't think that we're going to get anything very authentic or, like, interesting because it'll be so, like, PR and so, like, restricted. So I'm like, other steps just coming in as, like, a bit of filler time. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's literally what it's going to be, isn't it? It's just, uh... Like, what has David Beckham got to do with friends? I mean, probably just because he's, like, busy mates with James Gordon. Yeah, and, like, why's James Gordon there, seriously? I mean, honestly, why? Like... Literally. Can he get anywhere else? Honestly, like, it's just... I don't know. Like, there's so many smarter options to get someone to host that show. Also, like an American, like not even be like anti-British, but like, come on. I think just because fucking James Corden goes for everything, gets everything, mm. and just kills everything at the same time. Literally. Oh my god, there's this picture of him in this new in this new Netflix show where he's dressed up as a clown with like a painted white face. And it's like, oh my god, who's given him a platform again? Yeah, but I also, think like, at least he was dressed as a clown. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If the shoe fits. Um, but one thing that we have spoken about is obviously Matthew Perry, who plays Chandler mm. in it, and the things that have come sort out. of come out and been reported about him, obviously in clips. Was it clips of the preview yeah, of it? Yeah, I think that he was like slurring. Yeah, he was like really slurring, and obviously everyone knowing his past mm. was like, oh, he's either drunk or high and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, And the Telegraph. So the Telegraph wrote... I don't know whether it was in reference to that, um, but they wrote a headline that was how Matthew Perry became the friend who never quite seemed to get it together. And I think both of us just found it quite disgusting, to be honest, um, that someone, like, I haven't read the whole piece, so maybe they go into it more, 
but like that headline alone it's just so like damaging because it's like for all the like you know our mental health blog and stuff there's still articles like this being printed and you know i don't always have the greatest sympathy for celebs especially white straight male celebs mm. but like come on like there's no need for journalism like that like there is no need to say that like i get you could talk about his life and stuff and like what he's been through but that headline is just not kind or thoughtful or like especially people that are struggling like him it almost just seems like a kind of like a personal attack or like a character attack yeah like who never seemed to get it together sorry he's like a multi-millionaire what have you done with your life like at the end of the day like he went and sorted himself out like he tried to yeah to do it and obviously again like we've seen it so many times with people who find fame and Mm. get swept up in it all yes okay like he's he was part of a very, very successful TV show. Like one of the most successful TV shows of all time. Yeah. Like, of course he's going to be involved in all that kind of stuff and be around those yeah. kind of, um, like, Substance. temptations yeah. and, yeah, substances and that. Like, it's na- it's unfortunately natural in that area and field of work mm. and in celebrity lifestyle that they are forced to pop, not forced, but... It's just everywhere where they are, and it's so easily accessible for celebrities as well. Yeah, and I think, yeah, there's a thing with, like, especially like in the 90s and everything, and just, like, and also the ha- fact that, like, you're in a c- group of six people, you're all going to constantly be compared to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, none of them have done as well as Jennifer Aniston, and yet they're all still, like, millionaires, they've all, like, been married, had kids, da 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 da, da. they've all had some, so mm-hmm. much success, and yet because you're not the peak... Because you're not Jennifer Aniston, you're a failure in comparison. I know. It was like he was in like Seventeen again with Zac Efron. Oh my god, get that Phil. I mean, I don't really know what else he's Yeah, doing. he's had, but, that's, but like that doesn't matter. Point. Like yeah, it's the point. It's like the constant comparison of like him to his other co-stars yeah. and stuff. It's like if you and your mates and everything. Like imagine having to constantly like keep up with how good your mates are. I mean, like this is sounding very much like Jesse from Little Mix. Yeah. Like, that like, same sort of vibe going on here. Like, the comparison yeah, with the true. others. That's I mean, very not to bring true. that up again, but... <laughs> yeah, it's sounding like a recording contract and everything. Yeah, I'm not about that. But, like, and I, I just... I don't know. And they've done... They've literally done, like, a whole thing of, like, could they be any more different from what became the other friends? And they put their highs and their lows. And I know, like, celebs <sighs> have it, like, quite easy. But also, imagine not having your entire, like, what counts as high and what counts as low in your life displayed on the fucking telegraph i mean i just yeah like why like what oh so the lows jennifer aniston now 52 she's single like sorry what stop it literally says the lows like she doesn't have any children she's <gasps> single but she's worth 300 million enjoying a career peak that should just be it like why is the fact that she's single and doesn't have any kids why is that still relevant oh my god this article just keeps getting worse, worse and worse. worse absolutely not like lisa kudrow not many lows to speak of like it's just a bit I, oh my god yeah it just wow Ugh. i mean yeah Hopefully the reunion's good. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I, I think we're both just staring at it like, what the fuck? I know, I can't believe the article. It's just trash. I, I want to read the whole thing through just to be like, what the fuck is this? I know. The trappings of celebrity did not suit a personality like his. The, you don't even know <laughs> him! Like, get over what yourself, hon. His weight visibly fluctuated in 2000. He was oh my God, so what? Literally, like, who doesn't? Like, it's been a pandemic. I'm not obviously that wasn't it. But like, oh, it's just... It's so easy for, I think, publications to 
just especially on their yeah. level yeah to be able to just easily do that and it's like okay cool hun like you're attacking very like quite a few not attacking but you're commenting on a lot of things you do not know about yeah like there's so much more to that story yeah than just the headlines of you know addiction or mm. weight fluctuation and stuff it's just drinking and everything and yeah and there's so much more yeah hmm Anyway, a good bit of fun is <laughs> Ariana Grande has finally these pictures from her wedding. Oh my god, she looked stunning and I like, love that dress. She looked not. incredible. Like I want that to be my wedding dress. Like it's so funny, isn't it? Because when you, I feel like when you think of Ariana, you think like big, like expensive mm. and all that. But then like to see that, and it was just such like a small ceremony, very mm. intimate. Like it's so cute, and the pictures just. Yeah, I felt like that was so her though, because I felt like, especially like obviously after Manchester, she has mm. lived a very small life, mm-hmm. and she's not really a celeb. But so was like, oh my god, like she's not like yeah. Kylie Jenner, you know, and she's not even like other like singers that are very much more like you know open with their lives. She's so private, and I just think it's so sweet and nice. But it was also quite a shame that she couldn't then just have like a big ass wedding. Yeah, because of I guess multiple reasons. She didn't want but then to. like I think it's the thing because I was thinking about when I first saw them because they released today mm. that. I, as much as I say, like, you picture her like a big dress and this big mm. ceremony, I almost can't picture it. Oh my god, I cannot picture her with like a massive, like, Kardashian wedding. Sort yeah, of, like, like, big, like, long thing, like, I'll say runway. <laughs> aisle to walk down. Yeah, like, I can't, I just yeah. can't picture it. And like a big poofy gown, because I was listening to this podcast and they were like, oh my god, it's 100% going to be strapless and it's 100% going to be like a big poofy dress. And I was like, I don't think it is. No. I still, and it's, it maybe looks a like few a really. years ago, but like yeah. not now. Like she's so chic. Like, right, I mean, and it's like, that's her red carpet style. And also, red carpet style, it's like go big or go home kind of thing yeah. sometimes. But I think, like, this is just a really nice, like, ivory slip dress. Oh, it's so nice. But it's got so many, like, details. Yeah. And, like... Like, the open bat uh, and, and the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally got so many likes as well. Like, and she looks so happy as well. I know. I think she could probably... I'd, like... I mean, I mean, it's also quite sweet. Oh, my God. It's already got, like, six million likes. God. It's also just quite sweet that, like, she's married, like, an estate agent. Uh, yeah, it's not like another, another celeb. celeb. Yeah. yeah, I think that. I think that's what she's on. She needs. Maybe see what she can do. Maybe she's going to end up on like selling sunset or mm. something. Oh my god! Also, selling sunset. There's two new cast members, <gasps> and one of them's already have apparently has a history with the girls. Oh god. Yes, and Christine Quinn. Oh my god! Sorry, we have like giving birth. Yeah, and she put the baby in the picture of the baby. No. Oh my god! It's in an LV. Um, it's got an LV chain around its neck. Stop. No way. Of course it does. I mean, it's Christine Quinn, the absolute goddess of everything. But she named her baby Christian. Oh, okay. And her husband's name is Christian, and her name is Christine. Okay. Um, so if they have another one, what are they going to call that, Chris? Literally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at this baby. Oh, my God. That is so extra, but, like, it's so... <laughs> but, like, it, that is all that picture. Like, all the other pictures are so cute. Like, so cute. So yeah. And then she puts that one with the bloody chain on it. <laughs> <laughs> like Christine no, oh honey oh. oh bless her also how good does she look after like a few days giving birth oh she my god I know interviews. she <laughs> she defies all like I don't even understand it's because her. like Christine Quinn is literally god yeah she <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just yeah their son is literally called Christian <laughs> oh god okay this is gonna be a family of Chris's yeah. <laughs> How many Chris's can you have? You'll literally have like Christian, 
Chris. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god! <laughs> I think we're safe. It's safe to say that's never gonna happen. Yeah, that is, gonna happen. <laughs> that is bad in their oh, house. Oh, the pictures so are so cute. cute. Also, her husband looks much better than he usually does. Yeah, I was gonna say he looks very dishy there. Yeah, because he usually doesn't dishy. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's stunning. And so is the baby, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> He's lusting after Christine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she, um, oh. Of course she puts an LV bloody necklace on her baby. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I can't, I can't with her sometimes. I love her, I'm just like, come on, hon. Tone it down a bit. <laughs> but do we want her to tone it down? <laughs> yeah, and no. Really? No, okay, we don't. We don't no. Want to <laughs> um, so we've got one more. Oh, God, can you hear that sound? Has your ears gone funny? I think that's our washing machine. Oh my god, we get the guys. If we, this might be the last time you hear from us. <laughs> it's either a plane or my washing machine. Um, I think it's the washing oh, machine. No. Oh, I think it's both. Oh, oh it's a, a helicopter. That's a helicopter. <laughs> I thought my ears were going to explode. <laughs> uh, oh, two things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you have started listening to, after months of recommendations from me, the Homo Sapiens podcast. Yes, I have. Um, I mean, I only started listening to it yesterday. But... <laughs> Better late than never. I love it. It's very... I, I. They just say... It's so nice to hear about, like, other people talk about subjects like that. Like, we've, we discuss it, mm. like, on and off the podcast. Yeah. Um... And things like that. And it's like, even with our interview with, like, Holly, mm. like, it's nice to have those conversations. And it was nice to hear these other people have these conversations mm-hmm. as well. And um, one thing they started, one episode I listened to was about LGBTQ plus queer spaces, uh, spaces um, like, the community to go to and all of this. And, like, one thing that they brought up, which I found really interesting, and I think, actually, it's so weird because it's majority of queer spaces are alcohol or revolve around alcohol or bars and nightclubs yeah bars nightclubs and they're all in the night time as well so like the dark yeah hidden away yeah hidden so it's almost like you're not really it's still like yeah it's still not out at 10am in the daylight yeah it's like night secrets yeah like I don't know any off the top of my head like queer coffee cut like coffee places to go to or like even just not even like coffee places, but like. But yeah, like a coffee I mean? shop. Yeah, like, like a, a coffee a, shop and that, like, like a bakery or like a lunch. Like don't get me wrong, I love lunch. a glass of vino, but I also love a coffee. Yeah, and it's just I think also there's some people that don't drink, especially like young people as well. People that are like you know just discovering themselves, like say fourteen. Mm-hmm. To they can't go to a nightclub for another four years. What are they supposed to do in that time to meet people? Exactly. Online? Yeah. And you want to be able to meet someone in person because you make so much more connection when you're staring at someone's eyes, you know, not just like mm-hmm. a romantic way, but like just like <laughs> in like a friendly way, you just make so much more connections when you're with someone. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, it's so true because like, even like me growing up, like, and I think it goes for a lot of people in the community, is that like you don't have those spaces. Mm. Like, we, I said it before on here, I think, that like I didn't start going to like gay bars until like three, four years ago. Mm. Like, and it's just that thing of, like, it wasn't that I thought badly of them. Mm-hmm. It was just that, for me, in my head, yeah, it was somewhere that people go to, to, hook, up. to hook up or, drugs. You know I mean, yeah, yeah, drugs, drink, like, yeah. it was that, there was never, I didn't know of any spaces that were inviting enough to be, like, 
just come sit, chill. As you are. Yeah, no, do like, what you've got to do. Look a certain way or be a certain way. Yeah, because like, you're not going to go into a coffee <clears> shop. I mean, it might happen, but like, mm. you're not going to go into a coffee shop and then all of a sudden like, be like touched up or like, yeah. you're not going to be in the atmosphere. Like, you yeah. can just sit, chill and have a coffee. It's just a wholesome vibe. Yeah, and like, you can take a friend in there. Yeah. Or you can go on a date there. Yeah. It's not so like, constraint to having you have to dance you have to like drink you have to be drunk you're like getting off with someone yeah you've got yeah. to find someone to go home with at the end of the night yeah. and it's like no like that's mm. I mean, like, we, when we go out it's like gay and that like yeah. we go to have a boogie yeah obviously i've been in a relationship for a very long time i'm looking <laughs> for that but, but do you know what i mean it's yeah, that it's, kind of thing of like yeah like you just want to have someone where you can be like this isn't about dating this is literally just about me doing people that are similar to me and understand yeah because i think that's the thing through. as well of, like I've always said, like, I don't have, the only, like, gay friends or members of the LGBTQ plus community that I have are people that I've grown up with. Yeah. And it's not many people. No. So it's like, and I would love to have more, like, gay, trans, lesbian, bi. Mm-hmm. Literally, every, like, I would love to have anyone in the community as a friend. Yeah. Because it just allows me to have that connection with people. Yeah. And that's the thing, is like, when you go to, like, a nightclub, you're not going to have those deep conversations about, like all of the struggles you've gone through and stuff like you're not going to have those conversations exactly and I think, when you're like dancing to like pussycat dance. oh my god exactly like <laughs> you're not going to listen to like rain on me and yeah. be like so what do you think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about like the non-binary legal status what are we doing with that yeah do you know what I mean like, that's not happening and it's the thing as well like, I, I mean again like this is just my opinion yeah but like if someone was to come up to me in a nightclub and even if they were like being friendly mm. I'd automatically think, oh, they... they they're hitting on you. They're, they, want, they want something. And who wouldn't? I mean, not that, not to be big-headed. That sounds so big-headed. No, oh, my God. No, no, but of course, like, <laughs> if I was in a nightclub, I'd think that. Like, any, if you're in a nightclub, you don't think someone's going to be like, unless from the girls lose. Yeah. You don't think someone's going to co- come and talk to you to be like, oh, what do you do for a living? Like, what's your career going? Like, what do you think of this? Like, what TV shows are you watching? They want to shag you. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, like, they need someone to take home at the end of the yeah. night. Like, I think that's the same for everyone. Like, no matter what space you're in and what, like, sexuality you are, you always think someone comes up to you in a club and just sits to borrow a light. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all they're doing. And it's that thing as well, like, I've said before, like, I've thought about it before, is that, like, there's no... I mean, again, please, follow uh, listeners, if you know of any, let me know. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's no, like, chat rooms or, um, like, apps or, like, mm-hmm. anything like that, like, social media apps. I mean, obviously, you do have, like, the Twitter and everything, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like Grinder and all of them, like, Plenty of Fish, or those kind of, like, dating apps. It's for dating. They're all for dating. There's none to meet just Easy. friends. Yeah. And, like, you can go on Grinder and there is a just looking for just friends. But like, but, like, that's not what you're looking for. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So, I'm like, I could go into Grinder now and say to Gabriel, like, I'm on Grinder just to I'm meet just, like, friends. I'm just looking for a friend. And Gabriel's going to be like, yeah, okay, sure, we're going to have a time But even, like, people on there, like, it's not, if I see, if, like, when I used to be on it. Um, it was like, if I saw someone saying just friends, I'd be like, hey, you just want to hook up. Yeah. They, I don't know. But then that yeah. person might be like, I am literally just looking for friends. Yeah, friend. And yeah. it's like... But you don't know because you're probably thinking that. They want, yeah. They want and I'm like, why is there not an app? Yeah, because it's like on Bumble. I haven't been on it but you can be, you can do like, there's like a business one, a friends one, and like a dating part of it. But I don't know what you, in terms of, who, what genders can go mm. on it because I know obviously because it's the whole thing Bumble is it's the girls asking the guys yeah. now, but I don't know what that is in terms of the friends when oh my god I don't up. know if you remember it because it, it became such a big app and it's not a thing anymore I don't think mm. there was a, a gay or like LGBT dating app 
Mm. And it was like either you, you swiped a thing of being like right now mm. or like something like later. What? And if you wanted someone, if you ha- swiped your thing to right now, mm. oh my God, what was it called? There was Ollie Locke, the one that was called Happy Chappy. Oh, maybe it's one before that. Do you want some wine? Yes, please. Um, <laughs> and basically, if you like swiped like right now, mm. it obviously meant you wanted to hook up like that second. Yeah, right. And if you swiped like I can't remember what the other one was. Thank you. Right. Like later or whatever, it meant you were just like in for a chat, on for a chat. Oh, that's oh my god, so what was weird. it called? That's so annoying. Like it was such a big one, like a couple years ago. Like Chappy, no. No, I can't remember what it was called. Maybe it was Chappy. That was Ollie Locke's one. Maybe that's... Happy Chappy or Chappy. Maybe it was just Chappy. Maybe, I can't remember. But anyway. But, um, yeah, like, even ones like that, like, you go on it, and even if, say, I went on it, being in a relationship, yeah. not looking for anything like mm-hmm. that, literally looking for friends, because I would, I would generally love to have more LGBTQ plus friends. Yeah. Just to be in the community more, and to learn yeah. things, and to have these discussions, and all of that, and yeah. it's like, I don't know where to go to find to that. Find that. Yeah. Which is why I think, back to like the original thing of like queer spaces, <laughs> that we need yeah, more like coffee shops. On the interview they did and Homo sapiens, they interviewed someone in, I think it was Glasgow or Edinburgh? Yeah, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I really want to go to Edinburgh, by the way. Oh, God. I've um, been so good. We should go again. Yeah, we should go again. Yeah. We should go to this <laughs> cafe because they've started a cafe that's for mm-hmm. LGBTQ plus people to go to. I think they actually asked them about like straight people going in. Yeah, and they said it's literally open to anyone. Yeah, but I think it's really interesting. It's that whole thing of, so well, hang on, for straight people, we can actually go anywhere and not fear that we're going to be, I mean, as a woman, you fear everything. Yeah. But like, as straight people, you don't have to worry that you can go into somewhere and you're not going to be like yeah, targeted. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm not, because I think that's the thing, like we shouldn't have to feel like we can be, go anywhere. Like, it's not for us to be like, well, this is my space too. It's like, no, it's not our space too. But then it's like, because on, so on the podcast, they said like, they, the person who owned it was like, um, are you going to put, or like DJ there, I can't remember what it was, sorry. Mm, yeah, yeah. But um, they were like, you're going to put a rainbow in your window. Yeah. To show that it's a queer like, space. Yeah. And they were like, well, why do we have to? Like, why yeah. do we have to put a rainbow mm. in the window to yeah. and highlight, like, oh, this gays is a queer, yeah, literally, like, gays. <laughs> Like, why do we have to do that? And it's so true. Mm. But then again, it goes back to the whole thing of like, well, then we'll just it be inundated with straight people. But then it's also like, I think it, I think it's more the thing that we just have to, as a society, I think what is good is to know that people in the community, they know that's there. Yeah. More than anything. Because there's also another one coming, we saw on Pink News, yes. like two weeks ago, in Shoreditch. Yeah. Um. Yeah, London is set to get a new sober space that is my washing machine for lgbt <laughs> plus people opening in the east of the capital during pride month so that'll be soon and it's yeah it's by this woman called this person called asia and yeah it's it's focusing on like women people of color trans and non-binary but obviously it will be for everyone yeah in the community and it's in brick lane um and yeah i think that sounds really cool i think like i and i would like obviously we probably will go there just because i want to see it mm. but I think it's so nice. And I think, again, we need more of it, Mm. of places that aren't revolved around alcohol consumption. Like, Mm. there are people who either don't like alcohol, who either have, like, an alcohol problem or, like, an issue. Like, there's so many factors of people, of of, of alcohol. Yeah, of alcohol. And sometimes you just don't want to drink. That's the thing. Like, even like us, like, our podcast is literally called Wine Wine Down. Down. But, like, we... Oh, my God, can you... (laughs) 
I think we're about to take off, guys. I think we are the helicopter. <laughs> um, Sorry. But, like, it's that thing of, like, that people do have these issues. Um, some people just don't like to drink. Yeah, and like, that's fine. straight up. And it's yeah. like, then those... Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> poor choice of words. Um, but, like, then it shouldn't be down to... They shouldn't then be forced to go into these places where alcohol art yeah, is yeah. just to be in the LGBTQ yeah, plus community. And it's interesting, this woman, this person, sorry, I don't remember what her gender is, and she's saying that often like, if you're in London, the place you have to go to is like Soho, if yeah. you're part of the community. And she said, even if you are a gay man, Soho isn't the most welcoming if you don't look a particular way. Mm-hmm. If you're not a tall guy with a six pack, people have can have difficult experiences. Yeah, And I think that's so like true and... Oh, also, it's a bookshop as well. Ooh. So we'll stock... Oh, sorry, I got distracted by the word bookshop. Um, but I think, yeah, that's so true. It's like, even in queer spaces, they're still like... Oh my God, there's so much prejudice and yeah. uh, body shaming, mm. st- even racism. Like, yeah. there's still so much... It's what I'm saying, like, the LGBTQ plus community is not perfect. Yeah, it's welcoming, but it's also not. Yeah, like, there were still so many, like, inside problems that need yeah. to be sorted out, like... It's ridiculous. And that's why I think, I think, place like a cafe where it's meant, it's not about dating, it's mm. not about sleeping with people. It's about just like connecting with people. That's why they're really important because, I mean, you shouldn't be prejudiced anywhere, but like in literally in a coffee shop, like, I just think we just need more of them. Yeah, we absolutely do. And I think it's so good that hope and hopefully we get more because mm. like it they are so needed like queer safe spaces are needed like yeah, definitely. it's not fair that it's just soho and then like some random ones dotted around yeah like, and it's like especially as like london's nightlife is suffering at the moment yeah and things are going to shut down that like you want to have make sure you know that there's somewhere you can go absolutely to be people that are like you rather than just like instagram or twitter mm-hmm. definitely mm. cannot wait to go and visit this place yeah we should go yes we should um Looks like it's really in my office. And we will report back yeah. to our lovely listeners. Mm. Um, on that note, good news of the week. Okay, it's a bit random. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Okay, so the headline reads, huge surprise, eh? Mm. Um, it's not actually that. Um, okay. It's literally not. Huge surprise is giant river otter thought extinct in Argentina pops up in river. Oh. <laughs> Look at this. Oh my god. Oh, it was so cute. Oh my god. What a beauty. All <laughs> oh, the little whiskers. <laughs> so it reads recently in Argentina, a giant river otter. I didn't realise they could be giant. I, I thought they were just one size. Yeah. Oh, how big one is this otter? <laughs> Yeah, so a giant river otter popped out of the water right next to the canoe containing, of all people, the director of conservation at Rewilding Argentina. He picked his time. Mm -hmm. Um, A good omen, one would think, as not only has the charismatic... Right, there's a Latin name of the animal, which I'm not looking for. Not only had the charismatic otter not been seen in Argentina since the 1980s, but the river upon which Sebastian de Martino was floating sat within a park his organisation helped create. It reared up, so its white chest is visible, which I recognise as the giant river otter. At this point, your legs go weak and your heart starts beating faster. I love that you're getting so excited. Oh my god, I was going to say deep. <laughs> I know. Um, so the otter hasn't been, those kind of otters haven't been seen on that river for like over a century. Oh my god. Um, and they were like, yeah, thought to be extinct. Um, but they're not apparently. They're coming back. They're coming back. <laughs> Look at them. Oh my god, they are big. Jesus they are Christ. 
Yeah. Hey. Um, <laughs> oh my god, they can go to five. 4.5 feet long and weigh oh. more than 60 pounds. Oh my god. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, yeah, it was meant mass- to be small and cute, not massive and long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can be massive and long. <laughs> Send it my way. Oh. <laughs> we were just talking about not hocking up. Hocking up? <laughs> but yeah, these otters returned. Oh my to god, that's so cute. Really cute. They're like. And also, like, because I was on, like, it's on the Good News Network, and there were, like, literally, like, three stories next to us about, like, species that were thought to be extinct that had, like, come back. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh. That's what we need to see more of, because like, the a, world is doomed. Yeah, literally, like, a Galapagos <laughs> giant tortoise found on Fernandina Island, indeed, a member of extinct species. Ooh. Like, I was just like, oh, it's nice. Two stories in a row about animals, like, returning back. That's cute. I know. Like... We've, I feel like we're fucking up the world, but actually, like, they're looking after themselves. I mean, no, Nassif probably will still continue to fuck up the world. And, but the you otters know. are fine. It's fine. We'll forget about that. The otters are coming back, guys, the okay? The otters are coming back, the world is saved. <laughs> Dave Nassif will be very happy with us right yes. now. <laughs> Sorry, Christine Quinn. We are on about oh, otters oh, right oh, now. <laughs> what is this podcast? Oh, oh gosh. Dear. Um... So, book recommendation of the week. She's been reading, guys. She is back. I'm back, bitch. Two books. So, I'm reading currently reading Cobble Hill by Cecily von Ziegesar, who wrote Gossip Girl. Oh, okay. Gossip Girl. Okay. Or obviously became a TV show. Mm -hmm. And it's a fiction book. It's about this place called Cobble Hill, Brooklyn, which is like a affluent middle class area okay. and it's kind of got that love actually vibe but it's got like, loads of different intertwining stories all <gasps> I love things like that. that yeah and so it's all like one person's wife is like, is, like pretending she's got a disease so her husband loves her more oh my god there's this author in it there's like two teenagers one of them sets lights at this playground and like so much is happening good lord but it's also like, it's just really also it's like a lot about like the mundaneness of like human life but also it's like got like, these things where, like a teenager setting fire to the slide Right, okay. So I'm not halfway through it. It's really good though. I'm enjoying it. It's fun to read. I love stories like that. How do, like, I mean, I love films like that. Yeah. And programmes. Where they're all like, intertwined yeah. in some way. But how like, how does that translate into a book? Because I yeah. feel like I get very confused. Yeah. But there's only like six, there's like six or eight characters. Okay. So the, and then you, they, yeah, because that, that was a bit, I was like, because I read the first night and then I came back to the second night and I was like, who is this person? I need to go back at, like, <laughs> and you do have to kind of be like, okay, no, 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 that's that person. Like, imagine Love Actually as a book. That would be so confusing. Yeah, that would be so confusing. So it's just that, it's less characters than Love Actually. Love Actually, is that, is that already a book? That's no, not a book, exactly. isn't it? No, no. Richard Curtis wrote it, no, it's yeah. not a book. But, like, yeah, I, know, I get what you mean. It's yeah. less characters than that. There's actually like less than 10 characters. Okay. So it works well enough. It, and then you can kind of see where the links are going to come because you can see like who's like interested in who and like who's like keeping secrets and all that sort of stuff okay it's good I'm enjoying it Ooh. it came out last year and I was like it's the author of Gossip Girl so it has to be has good has to be good. good I mean you'd yeah. hope yeah you'd, hope, you'd hope it's good yeah so Ooh. yeah I'm enjoying that interesting because I was like I need something not trashy but something a bit more like light hearted like, looks like yeah, a bit fun yeah that's easy going mm-hmm. um but yeah, I'm enjoying. Lovely. So what have you been gifted this week? Okay, I've got two things. Oh, all right, you bitch. Just because one is hilarious and I'm in love <laughs> with it. Um, and two, the, okay, so the first one 
is Ciroc's new summer citrus um, bottle, <laughs> which is like yellow to red ombre. Smells bloody amazing. It came in a very nice box and um, with like sand in it. So it's all themed for the summer. And I cannot wait to try it. It smells incredible. Thank you to the Ciroc PR. When are we trying it? Um, ASAP. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then my second gift is from my good old pals at KFC. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> I need to show you a picture because I haven't, obviously I haven't got it with me. Um, it's at home. <laughs> it is a like American football jacket. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, I mean, if I wore it, people would think I'm going to work at KFC. Oh my God, stop. But the, so on the back it says always original. Hey, yeah, True. fair, fair. Um, <laughs> on the left side of the jacket at the front yeah the front has like the KFC like Colonel Man but then on the right side it has my name monogrammed onto it <laughs> I mean iconic I love it so much <laughs> oh, all I need is I think I've actually got a KFC hat to wear. And I look Stop. like I worked from it. Give up the day job, Scott. Go to KFC. <laughs> I would love to work for KFC. Imagine all that free chicken. Oh, my God. But, yeah, honestly, <laughs> the, be- the best gift ever. Right, I'm sorry. You have to wear that. <laughs> out. On a night out. Uh, Go to GAY. <laughs> Who wants some chicken? <laughs> Open for oh business. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's but, hilarious. Yeah, it's so funny. That is, I, I don't know why they didn't send you like, <laughs> like a chicken like voucher. I mean, I did once, which is what we used when you yeah. first had your very first but classic. Like, but no, no <laughs> one needs a KFC jacket. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's actually a really nice jacket. Are you going to wear it? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> if you took, because if you took the like KFC man's face mm. off of it. And it had like Scott always original. That yeah, was, like, cool. yeah. That you kind of get is it. Is it like blue and red? Uh, it's just red and white. Oh, red and white. Interesting. Like, it's very, like, High American. Yeah. Oh, my God, are you Zac Efron? It's literally... I wish. <laughs> it's a crossover between a High School Musical and KFC. <laughs> literally living my fantasy. That is your fantasy. Oh, my God. Me. This is the peak of my life, isn't it? Oh, we're not on KFC now. <laughs> Dinner's, <laughs> Dinner's sorted. Salmon, KFC. <laughs> 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 yeah. What a fun gift. Amazing. <laughs> um, so you should wrap this up. We should wrap this up and go and get some KFC. I don't think there's anything else we can say after that. <laughs> the peak of the podcast. <laughs> Always the peak of the podcast is KFC. Uh. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much everyone for listening. I feel like it's been a bit of a weird episode. Yeah, sorry guys, but hopefully you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe. All that jazz. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, as always, please send us feedback. Please uh, follow us on Instagram, which is Wind Down the Podcast. Tweet us on Wind Down underscore, or please send us a lovely message to our inbox, which is Wind Down the Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, that's it, really. And that's it. Yeah, keep sharing, loving, and listening. Listen, what and eating KFC. Yes, because that's God's gift to the world. Oh, that was a good click. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs>